to help support this podcast and get exclusive bonus content and rewards, make a monthly pledge at patreon.com slash universe box. And, and remember, remember to, to think, think outside. outside. Tonight on Universe Box, Suicide Squad saves Warner Brothers and AMC. The Simpsons are renewed for two record-breaking seasons. And Ted and Mary are coming back for Curve. This is Universe Box. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Amory D. Simone. This is Universe Box for November 8th, 2016. And this is our Election Day special. Elections, 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 Election Day elections, special. Elections, we're, elections. We're only, elections. we're only going to be talking about... Elections, elections, elections. Elections. Election Day 2016 on Universe Box. You sound so morbid. Yeah, I, well, I am kind of morbid in general. Elections, elections, elections. No, but we'll get into all the election news you can handle, not really, in just a minute here. But first, we wanted to let you know it, it's that time of year again. Uh, from time to time, that is around Christmas time, we like to do a little something with our fans. I am, or you, you want to tell them a little bit about it? Exactly. If you've been around a while, then you understand that we like to do a Christmas gift exchange. We did one, we actually did two in 2015. We did a Christmas in July, and then we did a regular Christmas exchange. Well, we're back. Um, if we're part- back, baby. We're back, baby. If you've participated before, you've already gotten an invite, but the link is over at, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be on Facebook. It'll yeah, be the on show Twitter. notes at universebox.com. Literally, if you follow us anywhere, anywhere, you mm-hmm. can join us. It's an Elfster link. It's very secure. I've been using this website for like five years. You make a little wish list. It's a twenty dollar limit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend the twenty dollars. Just don't be chintzy. And you might get us, or we might get you. Absolutely, but we will not get each other. Yes, that, I have set that up. Awesome. That, that's a good thing. But yeah, if you want to get involved, go over universebox.com show notes for this episode, episode uh, fourteen. I mm-hmm. uh, and, and join us. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a great, grand, good time. And it's actually, I uh, I don't really celebrate Christmas, but this is the one thing I allow myself, uh, just because it's, it's fun. It, it's always good. We do it. We we'll do a Christmas special where everybody will show us what they got or email us. Or something. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people post videos. So yep. And the sign up deadline is November 29th. So. So the week after Thanksgiving, and you have to have your gift mailed out by December 12th, you know, mm-hmm. beat the Christmas rush so it actually, you know, gets there. And then sometime the week of Christmas is normally when we do the uh, special. Mm-hmm. So I uh, keep a lookout for that, too. Uh, it, it'll be a bundle of fun. Uh, holly, it'll be a holly jolly podcast for sure. Okay, now we're looking into the world of television and serialized streaming storytelling in Televisionary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Emery, that's you. Go that ahead. was me. That was me. All right, Young Justice Returns. Young Justice, the much-beloved animated series set in the DC Universe, is on its way back. In one odd move, Warner Brothers Animation announced the show is going back into production without re- announcing a release date or a network partner. Warner's created a fan affection for the return of the long dead series three and a half years although some pretty long. Sp- speculate a kryptonian birthing matrix might have been involved so Anne marie what do you think about the this bit of news about young justice i know a lot of people are excited about it a are lot you? of people are excited um i'm just gonna say so i guess this really supports last week's article that we shared about dc tv being big business mm-hmm. it brings in the money so hey let's add another one uh, <laughs> let's bring it back um, looks bringing like the, it back. Um, it looks like the creators of Young Justice are hoping to cash in on the fact that their characters have a little bit more notoriety from shows like Supergirl and Arrow. Um, mm-hmm. 
So it's, uh, what was I saying? Oh, the show went off the air before all like the DC TV shows got big. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe that's why they're bringing it back. They're like, oh, well, this works now. So yeah. let's do this. Well, if I remember correctly, a big part of the reason it got canceled is because Cartoon Network, uh, they weren't selling toys from the series as much. It was much beloved and uh, very, uh, very uh, respected by comic book fans uh but they weren't selling a lot of toys because it was respected so it was cartoon more about- network yeah it was cartoon network so what did they replace it with teen titans go yes they did unfortunately Ugh. oh but, by teen the way Titans the, go is constantly on the reason Anne marie was uh, a Distract- little distracted is because we, we we do have a chat room that we normally we're recording early today but normally we record at 10 p.m est every tuesday and thursday night but uh we have a a bit of a joker in the chat room there's a joker and he's getting all uh, political making, on us and making really a lot of puns uh jerome says but i don't like hillary she seems two-faced da dun dun and uh but i love this trump he seems like a joker, joker. But um, bum. Uh, Jerome, if you don't know, he's uh, probably the Joker from Gotham. And Jerome has followed us over here from our Gotham podcast just so we a just few recorded. minutes ago. Yes. Uh, so, you know, as so far sorry as me, for being distracted. What do you think about Young Justice? Angel T and Bobby are in there, too. How you Howdy. doing, guys? Uh, but I, I guess I'd better watch season two because I've only seen season one so far. You want to know what I've seen? Hey, we, we, what have you seen? Nothing. Oh. I've seen Blatherskites. <laughs> You've seen Blatherskites. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, they, there's been a campaign for this show to come back since it went off the air years ago. I, I did really enjoy season one. It felt like the most uh, the most accurate adaptation of the DC universe as I knew it before uh, the new 52 and all that happened mm-hmm. that I've really ever seen on air, even more so than Justice League Unlimited or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, But, you know, considering how long it's been since the show was canceled, I really thought that ship had sailed. Yeah. But it seems like the Warners might be having trouble finding finding a home for the project, although mm. Netflix, Netflix, a couple months ago, it seemed like the likely buy- buyer because it's been so successful on there and they just recently added season two and it felt like it was to gauge interest and everything like mm-hmm. that. But I'm just glad that the original showrunners are involved or else this would probably end up being like a young justice go, which you don't want. Please no. Yeah, we have enough go shows. Uh, yeah, and by one of them. That's a, enough. Enough goofy 11-minute chunks of craziness. Yeah. And uh, Angel T in the chat room agrees uh, that Cartoon Network's reasoning for canceling Young Justice was dumb. Mm-hmm. Very, very dumb. Okay, so, uh, Amory, what's our next story here? The Simpsons have been renewed for a 29th and 30th season. The so, Simpsons. So Fox has announced this weekend that the Simpsons cast is confirmed for two additional seasons of the Sunday night sitcom. The deal will garner the long-running series, the record for the largest number of episodes for any scripted television show, although they can't be counting soap operas. Can they? No, probably not. Probably not. They count gun smoke, but not soap operas. It's weird. It's very weird. (laughs) So what the what? Like, I remember Simpsons being one of those shows we weren't actually allowed to watch when we were little, but Mm. we watched it anyway. Yeah. Um, It basically became a part of my little brother. He really might as well have turned yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, he could quote it. And he did. About- it was jaundice. It was very serious, Anne-Marie. <laughs> I, I, how dare you make fun of him for it? Oh, sorry, Jimmy. Um, but he could quote it and talk about The Simpsons like they were his buddies down the road. And this was before Netflix and the type of where you can literally sit there and watch him. It was just from being in syndication. He watched it so much. Um, and I watched it sometimes, but I, it was never like a must watch for me. And I certainly do not see how they have 32 Emmys. I mean, I hear it's good, mm-hmm. but no. It's um, a pretty, it's, it has been good. It, it's had its moments. 
Uh, I wonder how they even have any more storylines to tell, though, because most shows get really boring after 10 seasons. I'm looking at you, Grey's Anatomy. Well, see, The Simpsons is kind of an interesting case because... They take a lot of pop culture, don't they? Well, that plus for a few rare exceptions, like uh, when uh, Marge, or not Marge, uh, Flanders' wife died... And a few other uh, kind of like, these are cemented events in the Simpsons timeline. It Nothing pretty much is. resets to the beginning of every episode. So they can do basically whatever they want. And it, that even leads to jokes like, uh, oh, you, you know, someone will be talking to Homer at the bar. And he's like, I'm such a failure. And they're like, but you've been an astronaut. You've been a rock star. You've met Paul Simon. You know, all this right. kind of stuff. And, you've done uh, all these things. Yeah. So it kind of resets to the beginning of every episode, which is why they can kind of just keep going and going and going and going and going because they don't have to worry about continuity as That's much. True. And they can do like the weird one-offs like Treehouse <laughs> of Horror and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's just so weird to me that the show's still on. It used to be sort of, uh, when we were growing up, it was more of a national conversation starter. Like, George W. Bush came out against The Simpsons, and Cosby uh, was all... Somebody was on The Simpsons. All upset about The Simpsons and stuff. But for the past 10 or 15 years, it's just kind of been Been there there. on Sunday nights, uh, you know, just hanging out. Granted, I haven't seen it in a few years, uh, but, you know, any new episodes anyway. But it feels like it's run its course. Uh, From what I've heard... Actually, uh, Sunday Night Football is one of the big reasons it still makes business sense to Fox. Because, because Sunday Night Football is so profitable for them oh. that they can just throw whatever on there. And uh, The Simpsons is a really good lead on, lead in because you don't have to have seen all the previous episodes. Uh, yeah. uh, you, you can just jump in for an episode and then you're there for Sunday Night Football or after the fact. You're there after Sunday Night Football. Still, it's pretty impressive that a super expensive animated show has beaten old-timey, cheapo TV Western for most scripted episodes. Uh, That's a pretty big accomplishment. If this is the last two seasons, I hope they make it count. You know, maybe uh, have some actual character progression, maybe... Let them age. Let up. them age and stay aged. Oh my gosh, I would love it. Yeah, like the last season is all the Simpsons. Like the the Current kids are age. adults and the the parents are grandparents and the kids have kids dead. of their own and stuff like that. Or maybe bring back Conan O'Brien to write a few episodes since he was a big uh, writer on the Simpsons and uh, probably a lot of people consider it the best seasons, like season three and four, I think. Interesting. Uh, so so hopefully uh, make it count and then kill it. Please. That's that's my message to enough, you, Simpsons y'all. writer. Thirties enough. Okay, so uh, why don't you, uh, let's stop killing people. Must we? Killing yellow people. And uh, let's grab some popcorn and find our seats. Uh, We're opening up the curtain on Cinematas. So Warner Brothers has been quietly thriving and recasts its own story. Kevin something or another, the chief executive at Warner Brothers said- Sujahara. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, common statement. Um, (laughs) Said in a recent interview with the New York Times- that they aren't too worried about the poor reviews of Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad received, considering that 2016 has been one of their most successful years ever. It's possible that the interview was given to help smooth over the reputation to ease their sale of the LexCorp-esque AT&T. Yeah, because we did report, I think, last week that AT&T is looking at buying Warner Brothers. Right. So so this might have been sort of a PR move. A little, a little bit, bit of a PR move. But uh, Emery, what's your reaction? Okay, so after reading this article, it's very much a humble brag <laughs> it's like y'all didn't notice but we did some awesome things this year nbt but in all reality hey congrats to you good job having a good year because not everybody is yeah very I mean, true that's really all it's it literally just says we don't care about anything bad <laughs> because everything was good for us mm-hmm. it's like the stuff that was good made up for the stuff that flopped because you know flops happen so 
Yeah, and uh, I'm also kind of glad to see Warner Brothers strike back against the haters uh, uh, because the haters are always the loudest and it's nice to see, you know, someone stand up for these films because while critics lost their stuff over the the films, a lot of of people liked them and they made bank at the box office. They Uh, supported that. Sujahara even uh, tried to address these fears by pointing out uh, Jeff John's involvement in the DC films moving forward, which I thought was a Mm -hmm. really smart move. I I predict, I, I honestly predict that the two DC films that were released this year that kind of saved Warner Brothers films in a lot of ways because they made $1.6 billion right. uh, will be remembered with a lot more love in a year or two once home viewers catch up and the new ones come out. There you go. Were, were you, were you going to say something? Or? I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. Oh, um, I don't know why I didn't put this in there. But like they've had such an amazing <clears throat> year mm-hmm. and um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them still hasn't come out. Very true. Okay. First of all, yes, it was a very expensive movie to make and to promote internationally even, mm-hmm. but they said it could make $70 million the opening weekend domestic. Yeah. That's not chunk change, yeah, pretty people. Good. That's really, really good. So, yeah. happy o- Thanksgiving. And over in the chat room, Angel T uh, referencing The Simpsons. I've seen a few episodes of The Simpsons, but I've never. it's never held any interest. I'm just amazed that it lasted this long. Mm-hmm. And Jerome says, hmm, Harley, I wonder when I'll meet her. But he's also quit the chat room now. So yeah. Oh, he has? He must be out of puns. Maybe he went to go meet Harley. Who knows? Uh, okay, speaking of Harley, speaking though. Speaking of Harley. Uh, we, we have another uh, story about these darn DC superhero films that they keep putting out for some reason. Jeez. So AMC is up and looking to acquire Carmike Cinemas. Suicide Squad and The Secret Life of Pets are are credited with doubling AMC theater earnings for Q3. AMC's announcement of their record quarter is in advance of a proposed acquisition of rival theater chain Carmike Cinemas. Well, look at that. Two huge companies (laughs) thanking Suicide Squad, that horrible, horrible movie, Mm -hmm. for making them tons and tons of money. Yeah. Excellent. Seems like kind of a trend in the news this week. A little bit of a trend. However, Secret Life of Pets still makes me completely twitchy. And I wrote also, so apparently I wasn't done with my thoughts there. Um, (laughs) It just bothered me personally because it was marketed towards children and it was a very not kid-friendly movie from what I heard. Well, it, it was. Uh, I heard that it was kind of like Animaniacs, and that there were a lot of jokes there for adults that might fly over the kids' heads, but it, they weren't very well crafted. There was a lot of um, violence that was. Oh, okay. It was even prominent in the um, trailers. Mm-hmm. It was more than I was willing to take my kids to, and they can deal with yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, my big takeaway from this is, is the whole consolidation right. thing between AMC and Carmike Cinemas. It just, I hate all this consolidation. I. I I already hate going to chain theaters, and if AMC eats up the competition, the whole experience is probably going to be even worse at both uh, theaters. Uh, One silver lining, though, I guess, is that this might solve the problem that people have with seeing uh, smaller movies at their local theater, since sometimes AMC uh, makes deals with the studios that prevent other theaters in the same area from showing them. Like They'll be like, hey, we'll take your $50 million indie movie but you can't let anyone within a 25 mile radius show it so people have to drive 25 30 miles to go see right. a film so hopefully if this consolidation we'll does happen it. i it, it'll at least uh cool that down well a maybe bit. that'll it'll do something where they'll like sort of rebrand carmike into more of an independent and mm-hmm. shows those types of films where cool. it's offset by the amc theaters that show the big budget films because they're usually nicer because carmike was not yeah, I still like going to the uh, Aloma Cinema Grill, oh, though. They, just like a little indie theater. It's 
the best theater experience I've had by far. They serve uh, beer. But it was pretty cool uh, that Suicide Squad got some credit uh, from this, too. And, you know... We're big fans. Yeah, big fans. Can't wait for the home release extended edition. It's going to be the bomb. Okay, uh, we're going to get back to the main discussion here in just a second. But first, we want to tell you about our Patreon. Uh, Now, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's a way you can help support what we do here on on the show and the shows. All of our other shows. All of the shows we do. It's all real, of the shows. It's real simple. It's kind of like NPR. If you want to, you just chip in a buck a month. Uh, as low as a buck a month, you can uh, chip a buck a month, five, ten. If you feel we're worth it, 25. 25. Make it happen. If you throw in 25, you can be a guest on this very podcast. Absolutely. uh, Which is one of the rewards that we give. Uh, Another one for people who donate $5 or more per per month is we make them a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club. Ooh, what's the promise today, Bill Meeks? It is election day. Well, I, uh, you know, the $5 Star Patrons Club, not only do we read your name out on every episode of every podcast we do, mm-hmm. but you will be the new president of these United States. And uh, <laughs> the new presidents of these United States are Becca Baca, Angel, Holly Mac 79, Monica Jones, Other Anne Marie, Sage of Earth, a.k.a. Patty, Harry Seidler, Timothy Peters, Robert Cattler, Hope Mullinax, Karen Horlacher, and Jessica Gonzalez. That is a promise. That is a guarantee. $5 Star Patrons Club. We love each and every one of you. If you want to be a member of the $5 Star Patrons Club, or just chip in a shekel or two, go to patreon.com slash universe box. And remember remember to to think think outside. outside. Okay, uh, now uh, after that really bad Obama impression, we're going to go ahead and uh, throw in our headphones, warm up my pipes. Uh, (coughs) Well, they're pretty warmed up now. We're going to make sure you're modern music knowledge is in tune. By the way, over in the chat room, Angel T says, no thanks, that is not a job I want. Fair enough. (laughs) All right, that's fine. So unsatisfied Kanye West throws out pricey furniture. After purchasing a collection of custom furniture for his new mansion, Kanye West has moved the expensive collection into storage and bought all new furniture. You get a couch and you get a couch and you get a couch. Uh, Wes took one look at the assorted couches and tables <laughs> and tried to return them to designer Sandy Gallen, who refused the return. Mm-hmm. Reports indicate Yeezy spent nearly all of his money on the custom seats. Yeah, and this report uh, does come to you from PerezHilton.com. We'll have the link at the show notes at universebox.com, but it has this wonderful animated GIF of Yeezy uh, that I just love. I just <laughs> And we're going to keep it up the whole time we're talking about this. Anne-Marie, what do you think? Okay, so I just want to say good job on that designer for not taking back the furniture mm-hmm. because a lot of people would be bullied by celebrities <clears throat> who aren't happy because they're going to feel like their name's going to be blasted throughout, well, the internet. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't. And you know what? They look like the better person. Yes, definitely, so. definitely. And, and I mean, I mean, this is to a point again. You know, you, you can't just return stuff after you have somebody make custom it for make you, it. Kanye. Like, if it's going to be custom made, shouldn't you have been in on the designing a little bit or had an approval of the sketches? Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, you bring up a good point because I really don't feel like the story adds up. Really, okay. I, I, if he's if Kanye spent almost all of his money on the furniture, then why not sell it sell it off? I mean, I'm not saying Kanye is a gold. But if he's broke, broke, he should probably just refill the coffers and, you know, go back and buy some less expensive furniture. He's a gold digger. I, I, I'm not saying he's a gold digger. That's the point. Right. That, I, I am I, not I saying you. he's a gold digger. Uh, but over in the chat room, uh, Angel T says, oh, Kanye, hey, Kanye, 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 Kanye. Uh, Kanye. 
Yeah, who who is back? I, I mean, Bobby. It, it, what? Who? No, I I mean, it, Kanye is back. It feels like guess he, who's back. It feels like the Kanye news has been getting squelched by the Miley Cyrus news. But you know, I have a feeling Kanye is going to be rolling with it for quite a while. So uh, I think so too. Just so you know, now. No, no, not onto the news. The whole show's news. (laughs) What's in the box? You're about to find out. (laughs) We've each selected a special story to discuss. Let's pop open the The universe universe box. (laughs) My brain isn't working What's first in the box, Anne-Marie? The $100 Black Friday Nintendo 3DS. All right, start the holiday season off with a bang. Nintendo is offering a $99 3DS on Black Friday only with limited edition Mushroom Kingdom print. This is the lowest price the device has ever been offered and will be available in both black and white. And remember, if you are out shopping on November 25th, I need three. So I'm not joking. So I you can either three. you can either contribute to the Patreon or you or can buy us three hundred dollars worth of Nintendo DSs. Please, no, <laughs> no. It, it, this is interesting. Like, uh, it, it's cool that they're going with such a deep discount. Considering it's a huge discount because I have you know priced mm-hmm. them over the past few years and they're like two hundred fifty two seventy five. Yeah, because they're you know you you want to get the nicer edition or the one that comes with this and that i will take the bare bones for 99 yeah. interesting trivia i oh, I, trivia. I was uh looking they did a teardown of those new like miniature nes classic consoles uh, that they're coming out with hmm. uh, they did a hardware teardown tear and apparently the chipset and everything in there is two or three times as powerful as the nintendo 3ds i mean obviously really? Uh, the DS is a little more expensive because you have the screens have and stuff like that. Stuff, yeah. uh, but I, I just thought it was interesting that to play a game from the 80s, they put way more power in it than they have in the modern handhold consoles. But they don't need, they may not need that sort of power. Yeah. And it, the 3DS has a lot more capabilities than a regular Nintendo. Yeah, you, you do need a lot more uh, sort of, uh, you know, computing power to do uh, emulation properly without losing time sync and all that kind of right. stuff, too. Oh, over in the chat room, Angel T, T is blown Holy back. cow, only $100? That's right, Angel, only that's a, $100. That's a deal. That's Brought a to deal. you by Nintendo. Uh, next uh, no, up, it is not brought to you by Nintendo, but if they'd like to sponsor, we're all for it. Contact at Universebox. Yeah, send us a DS. We'll do a review. That's fine. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay, uh, this story that was not brought to you by Nintendo, it's no. brought to you from my own sick, twisted mind. Ha! Ted Danson and Mary Steenburgen have rearranged their network schedules on The Good Place and Last Man on Earth, respectively, to reprise their roles as themselves in the upcoming ninth season of Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm so pumped uh, for Curb to come back. And these characters are two of the best on the show. They always have the funniest appearances and everything. I, I, the last season I thought was a little lacking just because after they went through the whole divorce season with Larry, oh. it kind of felt like they didn't know what to do with him. Although one of my favorite episodes that I talked about with the actress herself, with Lucy Lawless going on a date with Larry, one of my favorites. I still, but uh, you know, but with so many years away, I'm really hoping that Larry has a decent story to tell now. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's been off. He's been doing like he did a Woody Allen film. He did a couple independent films and stuff. He's been taking his time off doing commu- comedians and cars, getting I coffee. I thought you were gonna say commu- he's been doing community theater. He's been doing community service uh, because he. <gasps> He carjacks somebody. I uh, know, but uh, the good place has also renewed my love for Ted Danson. So it'll be He's great slayers. to have him back on my screen again. Absolutely. Uh, you know, because the good place, I guess, is a thirteen episode season, yeah, like the entire barely, season. Yeah. It's not done yet, but it's on the mid season break, and it'll come back for like six episodes in in the f- spring or something like that. But so it'll be great to have maybe by next summer have Ted Danson on the screen again. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but uh, okay, so we have some holidays, right, Amber? We have some interesting holidays tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so tomorrow is Benjamin Benneker Day. It's basically a day to celebrate math. Who is Benjamin? Who is Benjamin? I have no idea. Who is Benjamin? I don't know. Benjamin Buttner? No, not Benjamin Buttner. But okay. it's it's just you. You pick a day, the week of November mm-hmm. 9th, to celebrate math. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Have fun. It is also Chaos Never Dies Day, which is quite appropriate for the day after the election. Also, World Freedom Day. Interpret that how you like. Moving right along. So you're saying the great Lord Arithmetic, the Lord of Math and Chaos, will free the world yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, something like that. Something Perfect. Like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so we, you know, I, I'm excited about that, obviously, and that's obviously. happening this week. But what else are we excited about this week? Uh, we're offering up our recommendations in suggestibles. Camry, what's your suggestible this week? Or sorry, suggestible. My suggestible for this week is the Twitter account Cute Emergency. So. Did it come up? Okay. So since today and the foreseeable future, we'll be we will all need a little bit of happy. Here is one of my favorite accounts for a pick me up. It's cute mm. animals. You're Just welcome. a lot of cute animal pictures. Lots of cute animal pictures that'll pop up in your Twitter stream whenever you need them. You know, yeah, they look, they're snuggling puppies. Mm-hmm. There was adorable little elephants. Look at that guy. And that guy. <laughs> and those ones. Yes. Like, it's just, we all need a break from the serious. Mm-hmm. We really need a break from the serious. And I'm a little scared for the way today is going to play out. So yeah. look at cute puppies. Definitely. And cute. kitties and elephants and squirrels. Cute puppy. Most people like cute puppies. Most people Me, like Me, I want to kill them. No, I'm kidding. Do not kill the cute puppy. But it's at cute emergency, right? At cute emergency. So it's not just puppies. Okay. And, uh, you know, embracing the trend that has been going on the past few weeks here, I'm, for my suggestibles, I'm going to suggest one of my friend's projects that I think is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, now, uh, this is uh, Aviva Sings Out. It's a YouTube channel. Aviva! Uh, yeah, we'll have the link in the show notes. But Aviva is a uh, she's a uh, the front woman for Aviva and the Flying Penguins, a folk pop band based out of Atlanta. And it, uh, I did this music video uh, for Change. I'll, I'll play just a little bit of the uh, music here. I got a question. How you gonna change the world? That's me in the penguin suit. How you gonna be the change, or are you gonna wait for change to rearrange you? How- but she's really, she's good. really good. They're a folk pop band out of Atlanta. And uh, this music video uh, was really cool. It was really cool working with her and everything. She has a- Hold on. Huh? November 9th is Bobby's birthday. So tomorrow is Bobby's birthday. Tomorrow is Bobby's birthday. Happy early birthday, Bobby. And he apparently loves math. So tomorrow is definitely Bobby's day. Okay, back to Aviva. Okay, yeah. Sorry. That was important. Aviva wishes you a happy birthday, too. Uh, But, you know, she has a really great voice and some really groovy tunes. Uh, Fair warning, a lot of her stuff is a strong mix of, uh, like, spirituality, Eastern spirituality, and uh, very left-leaning politics. Very, very left-leaning. But the melody, even if you're not... appreciative of the message the melodies are sweet and she's a really awesome person too really nice and uh, also uh on the same youtube channel make sure to check out her vlog sunday songwriting where she writes a new song every sunday like for the past i think it's like a hundred weeks now or something like that so that's pretty impressive too so aviva sings out uh, you can look for that on youtube or check the link out in the show notes okay now we can't wait to hear what you're blathering about let's hear what our listeners have to say in blather skypes no blather skypes this week not a blather skype in sight it's okay you know what we should give out an assignment for thursday 
If, Send us. Let us know your thoughts on the election. No. Not on who won or who lost, but no. <laughs> what we want, really, you just have to send us a general, a, a word or two. Uh, just your general feeling after the elections have happened, like happy, sad, horrified, Terrified. Yeah. moving to a new country, um, doomed, that sort of thing. Hiding uh, under my couch. Yeah. <laughs> But if you want to, uh, you can go ahead and email us those words at contact at universebox.com. Tweet us at universe underscore box. The Facebook is facebook.com slash groups slash universe box. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, and as Angel says, she's like, did we drop the ball again? Yep, we dropped the ball again. Sorry. It's all right, because you guys showed up in the chat room. You did where... show up in the chat room, and it's early for you. You're you're the other side of the country. Yeah, and other people can hop in the chat room uh, Tuesday and Thursday nights, 10 p.m. EST at live.universebox.com. And we love to have you, uh, for sure. And, uh, oh, over in the chat room, Angel T says, Bill, after today, I never want to hear about politics again, at least not for another four years. Well, you it... probably have about a year and a half before the, the new next round Technically... Starts. Uh, this is the last day of our no politics promise we yeah. made last, last year, year on the old universe box. Maybe we should do a po an actual politics special. So after today, we can actually talk politics, but we probably won't. We'll give you a little break, but it might come up every once in a while. Okay, so Anne-Marie, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AMD Simone, And we also, which I forgot to add into the show notes, have an Instagram now for universe box. So it's at universe underscore box. Excellent. And as for me, you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Meeks. You can follow all of the podcasts we do. I love the podcast. On universebox.com. And I guess, you know, you can follow me out the door because I got to go. You got to uh, go help, to work, man. I got to go help uh, deal with the elections because I work in news. So I got to get out of here. Uh, so so I, I guess. Uh, oh, wait. No. Wait, wait. We, what? Can't, we can't. Stop. Stop. Collaborate. And we have some takeaways. <gasps> okay. So. Don't forget the takeaways. We support cute puppies 2016. Yep. Suicide Squad might stop you from killing yourself especially if you're a big company wow don't write furniture checks your mansion can't cash <laughs> and simpsons never say die so wow. until next time remember, remember to, to think, think outside, outside.